0: This message you are about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Man's mercy. I want to talk to us briefly this morning on what I've captioned, his tender mercies, his tender mercies. There's one prayer I will urge you to pray in your life. And that's within the team of this program. We have asked for the kindness of God. It's good. But also pray for his tender mercies. All the days of your life. As I progress, you understand. Second Samuel 7, quickly. I read three scriptures. Second Samuel 7, verse 8 downward. I'll start from verse 8 and I want you to listen to me very carefully. Second Samuel 7, 8 Now therefore, so shall thou say unto my servant David, thus says the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep court, from following the sheep to be ruler over my people and over Israel. So we can see here that it is God that took you. Someone say, God took, me. God took me. Akeem Olajuwon, we know him, he's a basketballer, he's retired, he played was in NBA. I want to tell you a little bit about his history as I told you somehow before here. You're not a young man like you and I. From a family that is not known. One day he went out within the corridor of Obalende, exactly a spot, from Kefi, walking through Obalende, heading towards his mission was toward the Lagos Island. And here this man was driving past. He was an unusual man. He was a certain man. He was a noble man. That's why you must trust God and believe God. You can never tell the place you are going to meet, the one that will interpret your dreams and visions in life. You have to conduct yourself orderly. Some of us don't know how to talk. We talk well at home, but when we are out, we don't know how to talk. So, as this young man was, this guy was driving and just saw him. You You know how tall he is. He looked at him. He's a good height. Everything God gave us is for a reason and for a purpose. It was a white man. And it took him out of this country. That's how a king found himself in the States. And of course, it was purely for basketball. It took him. And you saw what happened to him. Why do I say this? Because the scripture is saying here that God took David up and out. You are aware that when his father, when the prophecy of a king came to his father's house Jesse he was not there when his father presented his children he didn't present him because he was at the backside of life among sheep but why he was there God remembered him God will remember you I say God will remember you in the name of Jesus but you wonder why God was saying this now Because man forgets. You know I've told you. Never trust the humility of a poor man. You don't know who is humble. Until he or she comes in contact with power. And with money. Then you can assess humility. Poverty naturally humbles a man. But the test of your humility will be. When you can command people. When you don't think of what you're going to eat next, When you can change your car yearly without it affecting your account. And yet you can come to a place like this and sing among ordinary people like us. And the usher can say, sit down here. The usher is telling you to sit down, has no job, but you're a billionaire. And you can sit down, you're a humble man. So God began to talk to David because the David he was talking to now was not the David that was looking after sheep. It's a David that have grown. It's a David that have thrown. It's the David that have commanded troops. So sometimes it's good to remind every one of you where you were picked from. People like to tell their present story. They don't tell their past stories. But I know that we never appeared we went through a process. And we are coming from somewhere. Yeah. And I was with thee. Without so ever thou. I've told you, forget about King James. It's a powerful. You know, when people write by the Holy Ghost, they scatter English. So I can see when test. I don't know. If you write it in YEC, you have failed. <laughs> Some of you, the Bible said, don't go on English and go and write when test. I saw it in the scripture. F9, that's what you get. and I was, I repeat, verse 9, and I was with thee whithersoever thou wentest. and I have done what? Cut off all thy enemies. So he was trying to tell David that your ability to overtake the Philistines was not a function of your strength. It was because I went ahead of you to weaken their hands. I gave you the picture of the Exodus of the Hebrews from Egypt, Right? The scripture said they approached the Red Sea. And the horses of Pharaoh was coming very fast. These are people on foot. Why didn't they get to them? Because what God did. God did not increase the speed of the children of Israelites. They were walking at their pace. All God needed to do was to remove the strength of the enemy. Their horses, he removed their will to slow them down. Why Israel maintained their pace until they crossed the Red Sea. So in the battles of life, when people are chasing you, God, when God wants to escape you, it doesn't increase your speed. God simply take care of those who are pursuing you. You maintain your peace, your pace, and your peace, while God reduce their strength, and they can't get to you. So it was important for God to remind us, through David now, that I cut off all your enemies. America watched Afghanistan, watched Afghanistan for years. A time came, they they left. Don't put trust on man. One day, what you trusted will fail you. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Are you there with me? I'm coming. Verse, what are we? And have made thee a great name. Like unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. You will not be ordinary. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear you. I say you will not be ordinary. Amen. Your serving God is not an excuse to be poor. Your serving God is not an excuse to come last in your class. God never fail. Don't fail. Poverty does not represent God. Illiteracy is not, it does not represent God. I want you to know that. So I can see the word great. God is great. Walk toward greatness. Greatness attracts people. Poverty dispel people away from you. Verse 10. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel. And I will plant them. That they may do what? Dwell in a place of their own. And move no more. Neither shall the children of, of wickedness afflict them. Anymore as before time. Very soon your story is changing for the best. Because of time, jump quickly to verse 12. And when the days be fulfilled, this he was talking about, no, let me take that 11. And as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and I have caused thee to rest upon thy enemies, also the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee an house. If people have this understanding, that's why every day of your life must be thanksgiving. You know why people don't thank God? Or don't give to God because they believe in their labor this is a king this is a man that has succeeded and still God is saying that I will make you a house I will build you a house we don't have that understanding because there's a lot of us we have touched money we have had money we have planned what to do with money but eventually we could not do it because something else came and the money was diverted it was not done I'm talking about the tender mercies of God speaking for you. You'll understand why you need God's mercy. Man have mercy, but God's mercy. Your mercy. Verse 12, and when thy days be fulfilled, every one of you will have a day, just like my father is lying in the mark now. His day is fulfilled. Always remember that day. It will help you organize yourself in life. That a time will come, people will gather like this. For a a farewell. Whether you like it or not. And it has not to do with age or race or greed. It is a time to be born and a time to pass. And when thy days be fulfilled and thou shalt sleep. I shall sleep with thy fathers. That's death. There, I will set up thy seed after thee. What a blessing! One of the problem fears that parents have, especially successful parents, is said, "Who continues after me? Who will manage this after me?" One of the fears but God has taken care of that as far as David is concerned. He's one of the most few people that God showed his past, his present, and his future. And that's why, sir, when we were in Israel, we went to the, I made sure that we go to the city of David because he's my friend. I love David. When I get to heaven, I know I will not be able to sit where he's sitting, but I will ask God, please, let me have contact with David. David. And I have a reason for that. He was a man, God showed mighty mercy. When I say mighty mercy, no reason he danced and danced. You know, in a meeting like this, we are so psychedelic and so, uh, what's English? You know, my school was local. You know, I want to use the right English. Somebody, you know, when it's time to sing to God, you organize yourself. You clack a dignified hand. Sing. You are looking at us as zombies. What is wrong with these people? Yeah, something is wrong with us. It's Jesus. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. (laughs) We we came from somewhere. They danced dance and dance and dance. The wife, wife who is a daughter of a king, that's what all this kind of thing does to human beings. When you suddenly have become something, you lose your dancing step. You lose your humility to God. You begin to form before God. Eh? That's why some of you look at God Almighty and say, that guy up there. That guy. That guy up there. (laughs) No wonder your situation is where it is. God, who is your maker? You are turning him to be your mate. It's not your mate. He's your maker. That's the problem we're having with children and parents of this age that we are. In the name of becoming friends to your children. Your friend, your, your son can come and tap you. My father. My dad is in your head. When the scripture says, the fear of the Lord. Beginning of wisdom. You must have reference for your parents. And your mother, your mother and your father. Verse 14, I will be and I will note 13, he shall build a house for my name. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. 14, I will be his father and he shall be my son. Uh-huh. Look, at, look at 14, I'm getting to where I'm going. He said, and, and what? And if he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men. And with the stripes of the children of men. 15 please. But what? My mercy shall not depart away from him. As I took it from Saul. Whom I put away before thee. I don't want to. Because of time. Let me talk a little about that. The difference between a man who is successful and a man did not succeed is mercy. Now, let's talk. Let's look at ourselves. We are Bible students to some extent. What was it that Saul did that God was angry with him that he could not show him mercy? Tell me. Let's compare it to what David did. <laughs> now you can now begin to understand Mercy. Ebuchu kuonye dima Ebuchu kuonye diky Ebu afana o make the no impaso malite akogo yakamji nasi ibuchimom badidi ebube God said go to Amalekite and destroy everything there. Spare nothing. Because when Israel left Egypt, I made them pass through a long pathways. The Amalekites, the Jebusites, the Hittites were on that path, and they embarrassed my people. I recorded it. Every time you touch a child of God, your business did function. God has recorded it. Your business dysfunction is not because God has not taken record. There's always an appointed day. <laughs> God raised Saul specifically to deal with the Amalekites. And he went. He dealt with them. But what was his offense? He spared some ram and uh, the king, Abi, King Aga. He killed them mercilessly, but spared just two things. The king and some powerful ram. Cows. And God woke up somewhere. the prophet. They said, go to him. And he saluted him. I want you to hear me clearly. Have you done what God has to do? Yes, I did everything. And someone said, but I'm hearing the, is it the blabbing? What is it that I'm hearing? What is it I'm hearing? Oh, uh, I kept it so I can use it for sacrifice unto God. (laughs) He said this. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Did you read that in the scripture? Yes, sir. We are talking about the tender mercies of God. There are things that some people did. And they paid dearly for it. Yes, you have done much more. Mercy yes, helped you out. Yes, That's what we are talking about. Are you understanding me? Yes, sir. The scripture said. Samuel now wanted to make a move, pastor. And Saul, a man who was drowning, he needed mercy and help. He got hold of the garment of the prophet. And Saul made a move, uh, sorry, Samuel made a move and he tore. (laughs) Samuel did not even have mercy on him. I mean, this somebody God has sent him to declare. Some certain things on him. I mean the guy was. He's talking about he has offended God. And in his sincerity to hold. Please help me. The garment tore. It turned. He said as you have torn my garment. So your kingdom is torn away. (laughs) Somebody said "Tender tender mercy. For if God marks iniquity. The scripture said. Stand. and here is david a guy that was forgotten by his parents and god remembered him made his senior brothers to stand and including his father for him to be honored as a king and god helped him he has grown and grown and grown when men ought to be in war king david was walking in the palace and that's how he saw a woman that was beaten and sata took him to the next level Use your position. Use the position. Got the woman. You know what happened. At the end of it, all the woman got pregnant. To cover his sin, he sent for his husband. (laughs) Give me grace. Abundant grace to follow. Lord, give me grace to follow. Thy grace is enough. Uriah, a man who went to war for his nation innocently on his own, was called by the president. God, the king is the president then. He came expecting uh, he was coming to celebrate him. He didn't know there was a plot. That's why you need to pray. Yes, sir. Uh, David said, um, uh, you have stayed too much in that place. I wanted to go go home. They He they, they said, go home. Go and have some time with your family and your wife. Knowing that by the time he gets there and stays with his wife, there's probability there's going to be a sexual intercourse. Just to put it on him. As long as there is a contact. No matter how little. Because pregnancy has already been established. So let's see where to transfer it to. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> when, when the king was done and thought that he had done wonderful thing. He woke up in the morning, they came to tell him that this guy uh, didn't go. He slept by the gates. That became, you know, you know. anytime we do the wrong thing and we try to cover it, and we did everything, we believe so, we don't do them. It didn't work. You get troubled. Governor, I mean, the, the king started sweating and people was wondering what was wrong with him. The devil told him what next to do. Now, give him the final knockout. He picked a pen and wrote to the the commander. What's his name? Joab? Put him in the heat test right inside very close to Boko Haram camp. Very close. In short, drop him there. <laughs> and he took his own death warrant in his own hand and delivered it. <laughs> they come out and finish reading it. Say, You're up. You were here before. Enter. And that's how he died. For what he didn't know about. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Suddenly, God sent a message through Nathan to, to David. You know the scenario. There's a rich man in a city that had visitors. And he needed to kill some cow and ram for them. He has so many cows and ram. But he left them and went to take one poor man that has only one. He took it to kill it to serve his guests. He said, David said, that person deserves not to live. (laughs) He said, you are the one, O king. Say the good thing about David. If you point his sin and weakness to him, he doesn't defend it, he doesn't give excuse. A king, he admitted with humility, took ashes for himself as a sign I had on commit. not see me. For he that covereth his sin shall not what? prosper. That's what the word of God said. God went and killed the child. That is still one question I am still asking today. What did the child do? He was killed. Bathsheba was spared. The husband died. God spared David. God showed mercy to David. but didn't show mercy to Saul. That's the difference between A and B. Mercy. Mercy. A guy went to steal. Somebody saw when he committed uh, the the, the crime. They are pursuing him. He ran into the house. And he saved him. He didn't bring him out. But yet corrected him that what he did was wrong. But he saved him because those that wanted to murder him, were all around. He covered him. And glory be to God, he didn't go back to that crime again. But somebody did less than that. They put tie on his head and bought him. The accusers could not evoke mercy. They brought rot. And that's why I always pray for you that in the place of judgment, may God show you mercy. Why do you need mercy? You are fallible. Are you understand what I'm saying? You are fallible. As intelligent, as careful as you are. A day will come, you are going to make mistake. You are in the flesh. That's normal. And pray that the man that is before you to judge you is a man of mercy. Have you seen how people can take something that is nothing and escalate it? There's a lot of things we have committed from forgery to all kinds of misrepresentation. There are people that know the dirty part of our life, of our past that can pull it out in our present to hinder our future. But they held back their hand in mercy. When you come out, I remember if you had a story of Dinka, that coup cool that was called, called, you know, carried out. Dinka was the architect then, from what I read. And they, they, they rounded up the those they could get. It was in the trial that one of the people that were being tried. And guess what? Dinka was appointed as the people, as one of the judges. And yet he was involved. One said, but uh, maybe one of us. That was it. I'm saying that there are people, there are things we have gotten ourselves into. We are guilty as charged and yet those who are part of it, charged. they are looking at us but they kept their mouth. For whatever reason they decided not to implicate you. It does not take anything to lose a position, a choice position you are. It's just for one person to just raise off something. They'll tell you, please wait first. We don't, just sit down. sit down while we investigate the case. It's over. The sin of David was more than that of Saul. He took what he ought not to take. Yet, he survived it. Because of God's tender mercy. And guess what? The mercy is for them who seek him. That's what the scripture said. His mercy are for those who love him, who operate in righteousness with him. God knows that the day is going to come the man in you will come up. But he does not forget what you have done for him in the past. That's the difference between God. You know, you can be helping someone, you get the person a job. God uses you got to, use to establish the person. And the journey of life, you offended the person. Man will forget everything you have done. And hold on to the present as an excuse. That is man. But the difference between man and God is that God Almighty, for all you have done for him in the past and in the future, you get him offended. God does not forget your yesterday, He invoked your actions of yesterday to show you mercy in your present. That's God. Pray it for your children. Because you don't know where they are going to be tomorrow. You don't know whom they are going to offend tomorrow. You don't know the error they are going to make in the assignment that they are giving tomorrow. Pray it upon your daughters. Most marriages have packed up today because somebody failed to show mercy. I know, not that I read, of a young man in a Nigerian standard who is doing well. God is blessing him. Suddenly he had an issue with his wife. The wife said, I'm going to call your boss to tell him how much you have been coming home with, how much you have made. She has been enjoying for the blessings. She has been enjoying for the money. Just because the man offended him, suddenly he has threatened his husband. And indeed, she called. Unfortunately, the man was not on seat to pick the call. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So even husband and wife need to show mercy. So there are things that are not working today because somebody stiffened himself for herself. So I will not show mercy. I remember the scripture said, whatever measure that you use against another shall what? Be used against you. If you take away mercy, mercy will be taken away from you. If you make mercy far from one Mercy will be far from you If you show wickedness to man m- m- Wickedness will not be far from you And mercy, God's mercy Will be far from you Saul did not enjoy the mercy of God But David did David did Rise on your feet everyone Mercy say no I'm not gonna let you go I'm not going to let you sleep away. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, ikate Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout along Konoyo Gas Station. Lekki, lagos nigeria or follow us on facebook at victory inheritance ministries or you can email us at v at gmail.com thank you for listening god bless you